You know, when I was younger, I used to think that in places where there was incredible oppression and death, how would they feel about religion? Do they not think they like they always ask Allah, why me, why me, and like would that not affect the iman thinking? My life is hell. All I've known is hell. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa taala tests people, but then He gives them the tools to deal with it. But we always remember, لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها. As tough as they seem, Allah subhanahu wa taala does not test a person or a people more than that they can bear. There is no doubt that Allah subhanahu wa taala will strengthen the hearts of the righteous. Imagine if people are right with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what they will receive. People, they've lost family members. How can they deal with such a thing? This baby will be fine. This person's with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person has, mashallah, achieved the greatest goal, the ultimate goal. And this is why sometimes I say, I don't know how people who don't believe in God don't know how they could deal with anything in life but certainly something like that without your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what do you do where do you go the Prophet Wasallam's youngest child was called Ibrahim. And just like the other two male children of the Prophet Wasallam, passed away young. And uh, when he was uh, breathing his last, uh, the Prophet Wasallam was there carrying him. And he passed away in the blessed arms of the Prophet Wasallam. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, was weeping. Uh, Abdurrahman bin Auf, a great Sahabi, he was present and uh, he misunderstood the situation. He thought in Islam it's not permissible to weep when somebody passes. Uh, so he said, what is this, O Messenger of Allah? Wasallam. The Prophet wasallam said, indeed, this is mercy. And essentially the Prophet wasallam was explaining there's nothing wrong with Hears themselves in another hadith. The Prophet ﷺ mentioned that uh, what's prohibited is to strike the face, tear the clothes, and scream and, and shout things. So then the Messenger of Allah ﷺ, he spoke. He said, um, Indeed, the, the heart feels sorrow, and indeed, the eye sheds a tear, and indeed, on your passing, O Ibrahim, we are filled with sorrow, but we do not say anything other than that which pleases the Lord which summarizes for us how we deal with loss, that it's perfectly natural to feel the pain. Of course it is, we're humans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us in this manner. It's absolutely fine to shed a tear. It's absolutely fine to miss the person. That's part of humanity. But we never ever do anything or say anything other than that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we know that guards are civilians that have been here left, right and center. Casualties happening, death, one of the highest that we've seen in years. People over there right now, they're, 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 they're 
100% going to be struggling right now with the hardship and everything, losing their ch child, parents, even the whole family. How can people from the UK that have family back home and they've lost family members, how can they deal with such a thing? And as I know, like, I'm not sure if I'm right, but the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, um, I'm not sure if it's in a hadith or not, so please correct me. That if like a building falls on someone, they have martyrs. Yeah. Um, as well as that, like the Prophet Sallallahu uncle as well, he 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 lost someone that was really close to him. Yeah, uncle. Ben Hamza martyr. Um, he got martyred as well. So how did he deal with the situation when his uncle got martyred? And it's not very similar, but in a way it is similar because they yeah. both have martyrdom. I mean, uh, we don't always have thorough details regarding the Prophet Sallallahu precise reaction. With Ibrahim, mashallah, we have that full hadith in, uh, in Sahih al-Bukhari. Whereas it's quite clear when you look at the books of Sirah, the passing of Hamza, the Prophet Sallallahu was moved by it. Of course he was, he was upset by it Sallallahu But the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu and the Sahaba, they they tended to have the, the same reaction all of the time. Initially, rightly so, the natural reaction of sorrow, possibly shedding a tear and such things. But Alhamdulillah, very quickly moving on. Very quickly going back to focusing on positives. So the Battle of Uhud is a good example. The Battle of Uhud, some 70 Sahaba died. So, you know, almost everybody there had lost a loved one. Um, and of course, people were filled with sorrow and grief, of course. But immediately afterwards, they just started focusing on the positive. Inshallah, inshallah, they are shaheed with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, they've, yeah, they've returned to the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see, and that's how the believer should try to be. Things are difficult, but we always remember, لا يكلف الله نفساً إلا وسعها. As tough as they seem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not test a person or a people more than that they can bear. When we're onlookers and we see what's going on there, it's absolutely, it's beyond description. Um, but there is no doubt that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will strengthen the hearts of the righteous. And although we always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for ease, and it's our duty as Muslims to try to help as much as possible, it's important to recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will strengthen the, strengthen the hearts of the righteous. It will be a means of drawing closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even now we are seeing some videos like this, you know, they've lost a loved one. And of course, they, they, they weep and such things, but immediately what they're doing, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for strength, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. Turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this person as a shaheed. And this is why sometimes I say, I don't know how people who don't believe in God, um, and certainly who are not Muslim and believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala correctly, I don't know how they could deal with anything in life, but certainly something like that. Without your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what do you do? Where do you go? Subhanallah. Siddhi, um, you know when I was younger I used to think that in places where there was incredible oppression and death I used to think to myself, you know these Muslims um, like how, how would they cope and how did they feel about This is when I was way young How would they feel about religion? Do they not think they like they always ask Allah, why me? Why me? And like 
Would that not affect the Iman thinking My life is hell All I've known is hell mm-hmm. Now that I'm older I think These are the people with Iman That we could never imagine Like to yeah. dream of having Yeah it's true It's true Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Tests people But then he gives them the tools To deal with it And mashallah Gives them the spiritual Look at the Sahaba Radiallahu ta'ala Ammar bin Yasir Had his parents killed In front of his eyes Okay And then he was tortured and were they not stoned to death as well? And they were speared. Say the my was speared, and yes, it was beaten to death. It most likely a stuff for all. And then he was tortured to such a degree that he uttered words of kufar. Okay. What was his first concern? As much as he loved his parents, his first concern was have I become a kafir? His first concern was his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's the thing. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests people. But we believe in the Holy Quran. People will never be tested more than they can bear. That should not infuse apathy in any Muslim whatsoever. We, we don't have a right to say, and say, oh, don't worry about them. That's wrong because we have our duties. Okay, Our duty is to supplicate, to stand, to protest, to... Uh, engage in charity, any kind of activism we can do. That's our duty. Okay? But um, it's, it, uh, and we shouldn't be apathetic regarding that whatsoever. But yes, especially when you see these terrible images, because it's overwhelmingly difficult. Any person who has an ounce of humanity in him, and this is why we see so many people, mashallah, supporting the Palestinian cause, because most people still have some humanity within them. Any person, it affects the person, affects the person deeply. So certainly as Muslims, we can remind ourselves that we must fulfill our duties, but inshallah, inshallah, Allah Most High will strengthen them. Allah Most High will guide them. Um, do we have any, obviously we have the concept of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being the most merciful. Yeah. So when we look at um, these people, our brothers and sisters, yeah. and whether it's Muslim suffering or non-Muslim suffering, yeah. the pain we feel, can yeah. we have a thought of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the sense like if we're feeling like that yeah. and we're just people and Allah's the most merciful, Allah's the most loving, I don't want to say how would Allah feel, but what's the right yeah, way the to point put is, it? <laughs> yeah, the right way to put it is uh, our mercy responds to, to that, our care, our concern responds to that. The mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is infinite. So the way we can put it is imagine what mercy they'll receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we, as limited as we are, we respond with a lot. You know, for us, it's moving. It's not, I think uh, many Muslims, I would venture to say most Muslims ever since they started have not been in the same state. You know, it's just, there's a problem, there's an issue. We're waiting for it to be lifted so we can have more joy in our lives, inshallah. But, you know, we're impacted, we're affected, but, um, and we respond, inshallah. The mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is immense and intense. And just imagine if people are right with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what they will receive. Yeah, I guess why I wanted to say that, because I find that quite comforting. Because when I see that, I'm thinking, I'm just a normal person and I'm feeling like so Allah is the most just, Allah is subhanAllah, we're nothing, you know, yeah. he's, he's all loving, he's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and the way we put yeah. it is his, his mercy is going to be far, far, far greater. No, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. No. But once again, I have to emphasize, this is a, these are reasons for joy, alhamdulillah, but not apathy. Yeah. Can't say, oh, don't worry about them, they'll be fine. Our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wasn't like that. 
When people were oppressed, he'd done whatever he could. He didn't say, not to worry, they'll be fine. Yes, he reassured people. He did, sallallahu alayhi wa reassure people. Um, but uh, he still worked. I was going to say, Siddhi, um, one of the hardest things for outsiders in this conflict is um, seeing the, the death of all these children. And obviously, majority, 43% of the deaths are children. And it really, really is hard to stomach. But I think one thing that's really helped to comfort me is understanding that these children, um, essentially, they'll go to Jannah, right? Because okay. they're children. And as Muslims, our one goal in this life is to go to Jannah. Mm. Essentially, they've achieved what we're dying to achieve. And that gives me so much comfort to know that despite seeing all the calamities, that Alhamdulillah, they're in a place that we can only imagine and dream to be in. Now, Alhamdulillah, this is a point. In our deen, uh, Alhamdulillah, everything is always a balance. So first and foremost, you know, these images, they are very troubling. People need to be balanced. You cannot watch them constantly. It's not possible. Um, but at the same time, you cannot completely ignore them as well. We need to be aware of what's happening in, in the Ummah now. Um, and yes, absolutely, with the children, our, our response partly is, look at these oppressors. How terrible, how evil are these people? They can do that to children and they don't care. How evil some people are. That's part of our response. And it should be. Evil should be called down. Evil should be fought. But yes, you're 100% right. The other response is, any, that needs to be fought against. But... This person's with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person has, mashallah, achieved the greatest goal, the ultimate goal. This baby will be fine. Uh, and in many ways, as, as sad as we feel for the baby, that the baby's been mistreated and oppressed in this manner, uh, we feel sadder for the parents. You see, they're going to struggle and suffer and feel the pain and such things. But inshallah, Allah most I will strengthen their heart. Similar hadith that says that as a parent, if it someone loses a child before Baalik or something, yeah. that they would drag them into... They would drag them into Jannah, wouldn't they? As long as they're believers, of course. Yeah. But Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. There's khayr So everywhere. there's even blessings in yeah. there. This is the point. Alhamdulillah, our deen is beautiful. There's light everywhere. We just have to be balanced. Okay? We can't only think about that because if you only think about this, oh, don't worry about the Ahlul Ghazza. They're all fine. And it's true. From that perspective, they are fine. The children died there in Jannah. It's also a test for us as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, we need to see what are they doing. Yeah, are, what are we doing? This, this is a point. This is where the balance is important. That It's like we should be, from one perspective, delighted for them. And another per perspective, our hearts ache for them. You see what I mean? We, we balance between these things. What about... Um, sorry, I just wanted to say something. No, no, no. I've been holding it in for ages, is not it? <laughs> so I've been holding it in for ages. Um, nah, uh, one thing that came to... My head was the surah where it says, Find the marbles through your surah. The only reason I'm saying that is because the Palestinian people have faced oppression for years. This isn't something new, it's just been brought into light due to the conflict that's happening now, but it's been happening for years. Um, and from that, like, I'm pretty sure every Palestinian parents, the teachers, everyone there has used that quote just to tell them like Allah's got us as well as that that sort of also refers to the year of sorrow if I'm right is it year of sorrow? Um, it doesn't directly yeah. refer to it but the point is it covers it yeah um, what's 
Yeah, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Wait your turn. Yeah, you <laughs> How about that? After me. Yeah. Wait, yeah. You're in the line. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, you made me forget my question. Sorry, man. I'll, I'll interrupt and <laughs> continue. Um, oh. uh, you're not on that point yet. Yeah. <laughs> we have a clue. Thank you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> The true colour. Oh wait, <laughs> oh wait, I remember. The, the, I remember, the dark I remember. side of the I, 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 I remember. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, um, as well as sober, um, we know like sober is a key factor. Um, how would all of that come into? Um, in their situation, yeah, in their situation yeah. can, can I, can I, can I yeah. say something on that? that yeah. I just wanted to, on that point, uh, by the way, my points, uh, you need to come back to my <laughs> Just before that, uh, why I'm saying it, I've just recently, because I, I follow, like I'm sure you guys do as well, a lot of people in Qatar, like on Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. they come and they say this, and uh, it's so interesting, I recently was hearing one of the sisters, and she was saying, just before this happened, Alhamdulillah, there was so much peace in Gaza. And I know there's 75 years of oppression, why I'm saying that, I just feel like, so maybe for them when there is, I'm not speaking for them, but from what I'm hearing, it seems like when there isn't that, they do find that place quite peaceful. For them, there's, when there's no yeah. bombing, we're living a life of no bombing. As much peace as they can get. Even though, let's not forget, they're not allowed to leave the place, they cannot go back to the place, despite yeah. all of that, they're still saying there's peace. Yeah. Now, this is a point, this, this is part of, uh, indeed, with difficulty there is, because uh, things are relative. So Allah Most High strengthens the hearts and the hearts become used to hardship and then they, even if there's relative ease, so anybody who wasn't in that situation would see that as an absolute disaster. Alhamdulillah, peace, is, uh, peace enters the heart, tranquility enters the heart. So Alhamdulillah. Anyway, the point is, uh, this is really, really important to bear in mind. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is powerful over all things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could create joy and pleasure and peace and tranquility in a person's heart in any situation, in the worst of situations, if he so chooses. And he could create turmoil within a person's heart and soul, despite having every type of wealth and power and comfort. So ultimately, it's all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So part of the ease is that despite your hardship and your difficult circumstances in your heart, mashallah, you feel peace. And feel joy, you feel tranquility. And then part of it is you may receive the victory in the dunya, and if you don't receive it in the dunya, the victory in the akhirah is greater still. You know what's interesting, you know, with the, that verse, it's repeated twice, isn't it? Is there a reason for that? And it's this tough seed, I know, but it just shows it to show the. Yeah, there's emphasis, no doubt, but there's also this aspect of they say, Indeed, with the difficulty, there is ease. Indeed, with the difficulty, there is ease. So some commentators, they said, uh, for every difficulty, you have two eases. Because okay. when you say the something, you're specifying it. Okay. If I say the plant, the plant, in both cases, I'm speaking about this plant. When I say a plant, a plant, I'm speaking about two different ones, potentially. Mm -hmm. So this is quite a technical detail, but they said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, indeed with the difficulty is ease, indeed with the difficulty is with ease. They said there are two eases for every difficulty that you face. 
I'm not sure that mm-hmm. oh, it shows how. I, I was thinking it might be more towards after a difficulty there's an ease, then there's a difficulty. I thought it was different. I th- everyone looks at it differently. I thought it was, was emphasis on the with difficulty disease yeah. with difficulty disease, just showing. Them. Yes, no doubt. Part of it is emphasis, and no doubt we know that's true. That you have difficulty ease, difficulty ease. That's part of it. But they commented that because the ease is indefinite. It's yeah. numerous. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And the, there'll be uh, multiple difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there'll be one difficulty, multiple eases. Multiple eases, yeah. which is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. SubhanAllah. Massive mercy. Yeah. Are you still in the queue? Can I ask? He's going to think of a question. Just just really, I was going to mention, so, you know, this is such an interesting thing I read today. One of, uh, she's actually a non-Muslim sister, and I right. think her background is, um, I think she's a mental health professional as well. And uh, firstly, I want to say, like, she started this um, open letter um, to get all the mental health professionals to sign it. When mm. I was signing it, I was number 50th, and I think right now we are over a thousand people. People are openly writing their names and saying professional, mashallah. So what she she shared this post that I was like, I, do you know what? I never thought of it this way. Mm. So she was saying, it's obviously women are dying, children are dying, and we are emphasizing that. But what about the men? Because I, I'm also one of them who shared saying, oh, 70% of the deaths and stuff, you know, or more than 40% has been women right. or children. And right. now I'm like, hold on a minute. Right. Am I actually contributing to that narrative? So it's a very interesting thing I think I want all of us to like think about right. because the men are also, and they're literally, she was talking about which we've seen as well, they're using their hands to take people up if you see, most it's mainly the men that are going and yeah. using their hands to lift people up, subhanAllah. And but it almost seems like, yeah, they're death, you know, they're just men, you know, Arab men, so who cares, you know. So, yeah, I just wanted to kind to of. To be honest, one thing I was going to say as well, like, we know that Allah, like, you can make as much dua and anything that you can to try and help yourself and try and soothe yourself, but sometimes it might be that extra step of seeking out for help. So you can't, like, sometimes you might need that extra help to go to a counsellor, a therapist, someone to help you out mentally, to actually endure the suffering that you're mentally have, having mentally, due to the fact that you've lost family or you're struggling with what's happening now. And it's like being exposed to this stuff isn't easy. And if you do need help, like, don't be afraid to reach out. A lot of people could be traumatised by as well. Yeah. If, if people have lost their children... Or parents, you know, especially parents, if they lose their children and then they see all of this stuff, yeah, they could easily be brings back traumas, memories yeah. and stuff. So it's important that people do, like you're right, Ibrahim. Look at the right channels, seek professional help. Try seeking yeah. from Muslim. I think, um, especially in, like in this situation, it's it's worth emphasizing what the both of you have said, because sometimes you think, why why should I seek help? Look at these poor people. It's happening to them. If you know, they don't get that help, I don't even deserve it, which is fine, I appreciate the sentiment, but um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put everybody in their own particular circumstances, and you have the particular resources you have, and you, you, you look to them, because especially in these situations, you might think, you know, look at me, look how, you know, first world my problems are, mm-hmm. these people don't have food, water, medicine, they're being bombed, they're being killed, they're dragging their children out from under a collapsed building. And I'm just a little bit sad and I need to go and seek help. No, that's your situation. That's where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put you. You seek that help. And the point is, it is painful. Mm. No, pain is pain. Yeah. It is my yeah. Nothing is that 
uh, there's that you have to find the balance i think the balance is the most important what you referred to is because we you can also feel guilty by just getting on with your life yeah. you have to go to work and stuff like a couple of times mm-hmm. i've woken up and then just kind of got on with like just my work and even like gone and say for like uh, attended a wedding or like gone and played football or something yeah. um but i don't think that's a bad thing because no, no, you have to get on because as long as you still but then again you shouldn't be like completely just ignorant to what, anything but you need to have the balance a lot of people are like no i need to be in you know one place the constant solitude, constant sorrow yeah. it's not true like you I have to get on I'm with your life respect yeah. the sentiment i'm going to respect the sentiment deeply i understand that and why somebody might feel like that but we're going to follow the sunnah yeah you see otherwise the, the... prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the most merciful of people yeah. there were people in makkah sharif being tortured yeah and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam by that time was in medina sharif yeah. of course he felt for them the yeah. prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the, the, most, yeah. the, the work continued the yeah. prophet marriages took place yeah. ibadah took place meetings food everything took place yeah. sorry so the, I, i just wanted to comment on that actually what what how does it work in terms of so when we have a person that passes away we have a three day where we can like Yeah. So what happens when you have multiple of people like it's not 10,000 yeah. people and, uh, yeah. in different days does that yeah. mean Yeah again uh, what well, uh, everything has to be balanced you see yeah, we can't, can't be, be in a constant pace of morning so usually Yeah so usually what will happen is like the immediate family and friends and, and such people you know they have that three day period but that three day period is seen as a maximum not as a minimum the the point is for us what's going to happen as long as this massacre continues this is going to linger because we have a duty yeah. we're not going to turn our backs on it but at the same time you cannot just focus on that all day long you can't it's it's going to overwhelm you to focus on other things and thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his great gifts and pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that their heart is strengthened so and yes every now and then you catch up with the news but you can't spend your whole day doing that you can't you cannot function like that you cannot survive like that you have to get on with things inshallah ta'ala catch up with the news you know uh, help organize a protest uh, promote some of the bds stuff do a speak about it you, you do your whatever you're supposed to do whatever you can do in your sphere you carry on inshallah ta'ala you have to because the reality of the dunya is there's so much oppression in the dunya if you, you were just drown to focus it. on it you can't live yeah that's why we have islam islam doesn't say that it's balance isn't it allah <laughs>